you set foot on foreign soil. Only this land isn't ruled by any country or government. In this land we celebrate music. In this land we celebrate games. In this land we celebrate those who compose video game music. Welcome to the VG Embassy. Embassy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the VG Embassy. This is a show centered around video game music and the amazing online community of fans and podcasters that enjoy it. My name's Ed, and on each episode I'll take the role of Prime VGM Minister and invite a guest VG Ambassador onto the show to share with us their own video game music culture. Or I may share a part of my own culture on a solo show. Today is a very cool show. It's a show that we've been working on for quite a while. And I have a super special guest with me today, Mr. Logan Wilson. How are you, sir? Good. Good. How old are you now? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So you were seven last time. Yeah. And you were six the first time you were on. Yes. So we're doing like, I guess, every half year. I think I was a bit like five. You were just about to turn seven when we recorded the episode one uh, Echoes Mm -hmm. of Echo with Emily. Mm -hmm. And last time you were on the show, we did Tetris with Emily, and now it's just you and me. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the Tetris episode, you talked about some ideas for shows that you wanted to do, yep. and Marbles was one of them. Yep. And why did you want to do a Marble show? Because I pretty much like Marbles, so I thought we could do it. Cool. So what, what got you into Marbles? When did you start liking Marbles so much? I liked it when I first saw the game Marble It Up on the Nintendo Switch. Mm, and I remember downloading that for you because yeah. you already like playing with marbles in real life, right? Yeah. So what, what kind of marble toys do you have in real life? I have glow-in-the-dark marbles at Nana's house. And I have, like, see-through marble tracks here and opaque marble tracks. Mm. And you love watching marble videos on YouTube, right? Yes. What, what do you like so much about marbles? I don't know. I just started liking them. Yeah. It's just cool to watch them roll around and yeah. see what people can build to make marbles do their their things. There's a lot of physics involved, right? Yeah. Lots of gravity. Mm-hmm. And I know you love things with moving parts. Mm-hmm. And you like watching videos about the science behind marble tracks and stuff. Yep. And so a lot of the games we have today feature lots of different types of marble physics and yes. different crazy things you can do with marbles. Yes. So... And Marble It Up on the Switch is one of the games we have mm-hmm. at the end of the show. So today we're going to go in chronological order. And we've got 10 really cool marble games picked out and the soundtracks from them. Marble games have been out for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so the first one we have on our show today is from a game, which I'm sure 
most people will recognize. Uh, you can't do a Marvel show without no. Marvel Madness, right? No, you have to do it. Yes, it is like the quintessential Marvel game. It's what introduced most people to Marvel games. Yes, and it's the most famous Marvel game of all of them. Pretty much. I don't well, think there's people out there who don't know about Marvel Madness, right? No. Yeah, so it originally came out in the arcade, but mm. I had it when I was a kid way back in 1988 on the NES. Nice. And me and Uncle Brendan used to play Marble Madness all the time. We got really good at it. Nice. And you tried it a couple days ago. What did you think about Marble Madness? It was awesomely hard. It was really hard, right? And it's a lot different because it's not 3D like the other games, right? No. Yeah. What did you think about the music? It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, you like the old chiptune stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we get into our first track of the day? Which track did you pick for Marble Madness? I picked Ultimate. All right. And this is composed by Hal Cannon and Brad Fuller. And it was arranged by Chris Stamper and Dave Wise for the NES. Let's take a listen. back that was ultimate from marble madness which came out on the nes in 1988 that was composed by hal cannon and brad fuller and arranged by chris stamper and dave wise cool song right yeah what'd you like about it i like when there's the i don't know i don't really know how to explain it but like when there's the piano bit can you like tell me how it goes dun 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 like which part is it of the song that you like all of them. All of them? <laughs> you like the really fast piano solo? Like that, like that part? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? There's not a lot of drums in this song, huh? No. no. There isn't even one. I didn't even hear one. Yeah. So we listened to all of the music because we, we played the game first and we listened to the whole soundtrack and you chose this one out of all of them. Why'd you like it the best? I just like it. Cool. Is it because it was like... Is it slower than the other songs or faster or... It's kind of like... The same as all the other. Yeah, they're all pretty intense songs from Rubble Racing, right? How does this one make you feel? Everything. It makes me feel everything. It makes you feel everything? <laughs> Happy, sad, tired, excited, bored? All no, I meant everything that's good. Oh, so everything that's, like, exciting, right? Yes. It's a very pumped-up kind yep. of song. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 
I like this one too. So like I said, Uncle Brendan, my brother, and I used to have this one way back when it was new, and we got really, really good at it. And so we played yesterday, and I let you try it out. And how'd you do? Not that good. You got to, I think, the second level? Yeah. On your first try, which is actually pretty good, because it's a really hard game. And mm. so you tried a couple times, and then I tried to play it, and I hadn't played it in years and years and years. And I got all the way up like to the silly level. 39 years. Uh, that would have made me one years old. But <laughs> probably probably a good 20 probably, years or so. Probably like 21. When you're Something like, like nine. that. Yeah. When you're about my age. Maybe a little older than that. I think I played yeah. it probably about 10, 10, 20 years ago. But anyways, I did pretty good. I got all the way up to silly, which I think is silly. the second to last level before silly. ultimate. Yeah, silly is where you go up instead of down, and all the physics are reversed. So it gets really, really hard, and it gets pretty crazy. I think for, like, the first level, you're actually facing that way, but for silly, you're facing this way. Well, yeah, you're going like away you're, from the screen, yeah. Yeah, or, like, you're actually going down by looking at the marble. Oh, so you think the perspective might be a little bit different? Yeah. I think that's why it's silly. Yeah. It's silly perspective. It is a silly perspective <laughs> because the gravity is kind of reversed. Yeah. It's a pretty cool game. It's definitely one to try out, especially yeah. if you are interested in marble games. It's fun to see where all of that started from. And uh, the arcade version, if you can find an arcade version in the wild, it actually used a trackball. So there was a big marble inside the arcade cabinet and you would roll the marble to roll the ball around on the screen. Sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah. I think I've played a arcade game where you're, like, rolling the marble, and you have to try to get it to the finish without falling off. And there's different paths. Cool. So there's, like, all the paths look normal when you're coming from this, when you're coming from that way and you go this way. But no, they're at, there's actually fake paths. Oh, no. So you, like, only... One of all five are real. I gotcha. Pretty cool. We'll have to go find that. I don't. I, I don't think I even saw you play that. But that sounds like that's a lot because of fun. you weren't with the arcade with me. I guess not. <laughs> we'll have to go check it out. And see if we can find yeah. some video of it on YouTube. I don't. I don't think it's like real anymore. Hmm. Okay. We'll have to see. That was about like four or three when I played it. Oh, okay. Well, not, it was only a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll check it out. So do you want to move on to our next track? Yes. What do we got coming up? Monkey Target from Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball 2. Well, yeah. Yeah. This one came out on the GameCube and the PS2 in 2002 and was composed by Hidenori Shoji. Yay! <laughs>
Alright, we're back. That was Monkey Target from Super Monkey Ball 2. That came out on the GameCube and PS2 in 2002. That's a lot of twos in that sentence. Twos! It was composed by Hidenori Shoji. I really like this song. What do you think about it? <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. What do you like about it? I like the keyboard. You like the keyboards? Yeah. Yeah. Those lead keyboards. Do 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 do. Those are really, really nice and calming, right? This is a fun mini game in Monkey Ball 2. I don't know if you played this mini game or not, but you've played Monkey Ball, right? Yeah. Can you kind of describe it? I don't remember playing it, though. You know? Well, you're an elephant in a cube, right? No. Oh. You're a, it says it right in the name. Monkey Ball. Oh. So, so you're a monkey on top of a ball? No. A monkey oh. in a ball. A monkey in a ball. Now I remember. So you are a monkey in a ball, and it's basically a marble game, except you are controlling it from behind the monkey, right? And you're going around mazes and collecting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collecting bananas. Yeah, banana! Banana! Yeah, banana! And... Lots of bananas! The object is to get as many bananas as you can. Yes. And, and finish. And finish as fast as you can, right? Yes! Yes. And you can pretty much control the marble, or the monkey... Any way you, you want. Like. Yeah, it's it's not like um, Marble Madness where it's mm -hmm. an extreme downhill. No. Yeah, you kind of have the ability to kind of roll around as you please. And then there's really cool mini games, which are lots of fun for multiple people. And Monkey Target is a game where you roll a monkey down a huge ramp and then fly into the sky and you try to land on the, the target. Yeah, you try to land on the bullseye of the targets below. And there's wind or bombs or super big thick clouds that try to block your or way. Spikes. Uh, I think there's some spikes too. There's there's like uh, mines in the water and stuff. So it's a lot of fun and it's fun to play with a lot of different people because then you can try to get the best score. And sometimes there are like spin wheels that give you items and stuff. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts. And then there's monkey bowling and mm -hmm. monkey duel and a whole bunch of different cool party games you can play in the monkey ball. So, Hidenori Shoji, he composed this music. He's actually composed a lot of music for the Monkey Ball series. Uh, the first Monkey Ball, uh, Monkey Ball Jr., and Monkey Ball 2, and then also Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, which was a best of Monkey Ball and Monkey Ball 2, and that came out a little bit later in 2005. Uh, he also worked on the Yakuza series a lot. Uh, he's a Sega employee, so he was doing Yakuza 3, 4, 5, 0. He worked as a sound zero. director. Yep, zero. <laughs> It's a prequel to Yakuza 1, so that's why they call it Zero. And uh, also worked on Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. And in 2018, he was featured on guitar on Shin Megami Tensei Liberation DX2. So he is still hanging around with Sega and Atlas and making music for video games. Anything else you want to talk about before I move on to our next track? No. All right, so let's move on to our next Song. Oh, Logie, this is one of your favorite games of all time, right? No. <laughs> this is Manchester Moon from Mojo, and this one got me really stuck on a level. Yeah. And if you really want to get angry, try it. <laughs> yeah, this one came out on the PS2 and Xbox in 2003, and it was composed by Phil Garrett, Reed Hayes, and Scott P. Schreer. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back. That was Manchester Moon from Mojo. And that came out on PS2 and Xbox in 2003, composed by Phil Garrett, Reed Hayes, and Scott P. Schreer. I like that last name, Schreer. <laughs> sounds fun. So, all the, all the opinions you have about this game aside, what did you think about the music? I like the part where it goes like... Yeah, the chunky guitars? Yeah. Yeah, I like that part too. And I like the really thick drums. Mm-hmm. It's really, really banging. And then there's those little cool like guitar solos. Everything sounds really cool in this game. Mm-hmm. And all the music sounds really different from each other. And there's a reason for that, right? Because we looked at the credits to find out who composed the music while we were playing the game. And it was credited to www.freeplay.com. And we were like, what's going on here? What? So we went to the website, and the website is a site where you can license music for your own productions. So we all, really should have just typed in Manchester Moon. Well, we didn't know the name of it, and thanks to a YouTuber who did a long play, he listed all of the music on freeplay.com. So we went to the freeplay.com website, and uh, he had all the different songs listed from the game. So every single music piece in this game was composed by a different set of composers. It's really, really cool. And uh, this was the one from Stage 1, which we listened to a lot because Stage 1 was pretty hard, right? Yes. So how do you play this game? You're like a marble. You can change your color to the color of the... Well, how do you change your color first? There's like little sparks. And like when you roll to them and then you go past them, like through them, you change to that color. Mm Mm-hmm. And why do you need to change colors? So you can get to, like, the clear metal things that you have to break. Okay. To beat the level. But you can't break them until you do what? You can't break them until you... You have to clear all the cubes of the, of the of different colors, right? Yes, and then you and then if there's ice, you have to clear that. Yeah, exactly. So you have to roll over like a green spark to turn your marble green, and then you can clear all the green cubes on the level. Yes. And then you have to run over like a blue spark if there's blue cubes, and then once you've cleared all the colored cubes, then you can clear all of the other white cubes. The and then ice, once you do that, if there is ice yeah, in if your there level. Is ice. And as you go on through the levels, they start getting trickier and trickier and yes. trickier. And the last level is kind of like, I think you have to be like a boss or something. I haven't played through the whole game. Yeah, we didn't get that I, far. Because I was stuck. You were getting pretty frustrated. Right on level eight. Do you remember the camera? What was frustrating about the camera? It was inverted. Yes, and you could not change it back. No. So when you rotated the right stick on your controller, on the PS2 it controller, the camera went to the other direction that we're used to in normal like first-person games and stuff. Yes. So holy cow, was it really annoying. Yes. I ended up playing it on a PS2 emulator on the PC and changed the controls to switch left and right. So I was able to actually play it with regular controls. And it was a little bit easier, but it was still, it's really hard because you bounce off of the cubes that are the wrong color and you have to go through these little tiny areas and we're, sneak, sneak yeah. past other colored sparks. spark mm-hmm. and there's like one block you have to go through that block without hitting the spark. Yeah. Or else you change to that color. Right. And, and that's what I really got stuck on on level nine. Right. And why is the game called Mojo? The Mojo Meter. 
If you don't get it on time, then your mojo meter runs out and then you explode. Yes, exactly. So you have to do all of this with a timer running down. Yes. No, it's and not running down. It goes up. Well, that's right. The mojo meter starts to disappear, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as the mojo meter disappears, it's basically a timer. It just doesn't have a real time on it. It's, it yeah. just says mojo and, and the words start to disappear. But man, you start having to rush at the end and then you start making mistakes and very, very frustrating game. Yes. Yeah. So would you play this one again? No. Would you recommend other people play it? If they're good. If they're good? Probably. Okay. If they want a good challenge? Yes. Yeah. Did you think the marble controlled well? Yeah, but just the controls for the camera. Yeah. That was what really got me stuck on every level. Yeah. (laughs) If you can adjust to a inverted directional camera, then maybe you'd have fun with this game. But if not... Mm You're going to be frustrated all the way through. Yes. But cool soundtrack. All the different stages have different themes like jungle and ice and desert and stuff. So all the music has uh, themes. And even kitchen. That's right. There's a kitchen one too. Yes. Um, but this is this the first level, the music that we played from is just kind of a, like a generic, more of like a, like it has marble tiling on the ground and it's just kind of clouds, like a sunset sky around you. So there's no real theme. So they just picked yeah. a really cool background music to go for this one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even though we were getting frustrated, we were still bopping our heads to the music. Yep. So they did a pretty good job with it, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Want to move on to our next track? Yep. All right. This track is called Classic Vibe from Marble Blast Gold. And this one is a game that came out packed, I think it was packed in with the Mac when it yes. when it released back in 2003. And it also came out on Linux and Windows and it was composed by Timothy Stephen Clark. Clark. Sounds silly. was Classic Vibe from Marble Blast Gold. That came out on Linux, Mac, and Windows in 2003, composed by Timothy Stephen Clark. And uh, Marble Blast was, I guess, a very, very popular marble game that came out on computers around that time. And Gold was an enhanced version that had more levels and more special effects and better music and stuff. We played this a couple days ago, right? What'd you think about this game? 
It was amazing. Yeah, you really liked yes. it? Yes. Yeah, what about the music? I like the guitar. Mm-hmm. The funky guitar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. And I like the bass and the piano. It sounds really... I mean, it's called classic vibe. It sounds very, very funky. It's got a good funk groove and, to it. Yeah, and it's pretty classic. It is pretty classic. And uh, it's pretty I short. that's why it's called classic vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty short, and uh, but it's got a cool kind of groovy loop to it. A lot of the levels that you play are kind of short, but then there are some levels that have lots of uh, like gems that you need to collect and stuff too, right? So how do you play this game? You're like a marble, and you have to get to the finish on time. And you have to collect some gems so you can finish. And there's one where there's a tornado. And when you get near it, it really messes your marble up. It, like, twirls you around, and then it throws you somewhere else. Whoa, like a random spot? Yes. Cool. What's different about this game that we haven't had in the games that we've played before yet? You can collect power-ups. Like, there's a shock absorber where when you land down, you don't bounce like you normally do. Oh, so you just kind of gently fall so you don't lose control? No, you don't gently fall. You fall at normal speed, but then once you go down, you just, like, fall and then it and then it doesn't bounce. Oh, cool. Then then you can just keep on rolling. What are some of the other power-ups? There is super bounce where when you're like from a high place and you go down, then you bounce high and then you go to the other platform. Cool. And this is like what? Super jump? Yeah. And you can get a, like a little propeller under marble yeah. so you can gyrocopter. the gyrocopter and that lets you like glide over long distances right yes it's a really fun game it's fully 3d and you control using what the keyboard and the mouse yes and uh even though it was made in 2003 it still runs really really well on the computer right we didn't need to do anything we, we found a free download because mm-hmm. the game isn't sold anymore and they let you download it for free and there's a ton of levels and some really good music so would you recommend other people with computers check this game out yeah, it's I would pretty too. Fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it was very, very well made for and try, way back then. Try advanced, and it's called Threat Roller Coaster, where your marble goes onto the roller coaster. Then you have to roll places, and then when you like reach a really high ramp, there's like things that come up from the ground and and push you upward. Oh, that's pretty cool. Almost like you're on a real roller coaster? Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, Marble Blast Gold is definitely a game that is worth having on your computer. Like I said, you can download it for free. It runs really well. Uh, It doesn't take up a lot of space either, so it's just something you can kind of pick up and play whenever you're bored and want to have a good, solid action title to play once in a while, right? And some pretty cool tunes to go Mm -hmm. with it. Want to move on to our next track? Yeah. All right. This one is World 6. Galvis's UFO from Pack and Roll. Yeah, Pack and Roll came out on the DS and the Wii in 2005. This is the DS version composed by Etsuo Ishii and Yoshinori Kawamoto. Let's take a listen. Yeet.
that was World 6, Galvis's UFO from Pack and Roll. Pack and Roll! Yay! This was a game that came out of the DS and the Wii in 2005. This was the DS version composed by Etsuo Ishii and Yoshinori Kawamoto. And I discovered this one a couple days ago, loaded it up on my DS for you to check out. And you spent a good amount of time with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you picked this song out of all of the other songs on the soundtrack. And why did you like this song so much? Because it sounds so technological, and I like technology. Well, That's there you really go. all I like. Perfect. That's really all I like. It had a very, like, techno dance music feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. With a, with a little bit of the uh, classic Pac-Man song in the background, too, right? Mm-hmm. Have you played many Pac-Man games before? Not really. You no. know who Pac-Man is, though, right? Yes. Yeah. He's like a little circle guy that eats dots. Mm-hmm. So when you get, like, when you eat all the dots, you, like, complete the level. But for Pack and Roll, it's a 3D game. And, like, you have to get to the finish. And you need to collect all the dots so you can pass a door to get to the finish. I gotcha. And how do you control the game? You are using the stylus to, like, you're holding the 2DS and then you're, like, pushing the stylus, like... So you're flicking in the direction that you want to go? Yes. Yeah, there's a big picture of Pac-Man as a sphere on the screen. Mm-hmm. And basically like a like a, like a a trackball that you would use in an arcade. You're just mm-hmm. using the stylus to pretend he's a trackball. Mm-hmm. And you're rolling him around like that, right? Swiping in the direction you want him to go. Which seems like a pretty cool idea for a game. Did it control well? I didn't play the game at all. I just kind of showed it to you and you took off with it, so. <laughs> yeah. You like the way it controls? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it plays for the Wii because doesn't have a stylus and has motion controls so maybe you have to tilt the controller to get pac-man to go the direction you want or something i don't know Mm -hmm. but this particular song is actually exclusive to the ds version right because we looked for it on a lot of videos of the wii version and it didn't appear at all there was a different kind of it was like a golvis's hideout in the wii version and then golvis's ufo in the DS version for the last levels of each yeah. of the games. Yeah, and so. Golvis's Hideout is the same thing, but just a different track. Yeah. But why? I don't know. <laughs> kind of strange. The level was a little bit different too, I think. Yeah, because it goes like from World 5 to Boss. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't as many levels. Which is Golvis's Hideout. Yeah. I don't know why there's more levels in the DS version than the Wii version, but who knows? I do not know. Maybe the DS version is just the better version. Or maybe it's just... The whole pack. The whole pack, man. It's the whole pack, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who oh knows? But it's a fun game. Would you recommend yes. other people play it? Yes. I would recommend it too. It seemed like it was really well put together and it's got a lot of fun inside of it. So, you want to move on to our next track, dude? Yes. All right, what do we got coming our up? Our next track is Space 3 from Corempa Marble Mania. And it came out on Wii from 2006. Yep, and this was composed by Minako Adachi. The only person. To ever compose video game music ever. (laughs) The only person that made this track. Solo composer on this game, yes. All right, let's take a listen. Bye. (laughs) 
From Korrimpa, Marble Mania. It came out on Wii 2006. Yep, composed by Minako Adachi. The only person who made the soundtrack. Yep, one composer for this game. Yep. And why'd you choose this particular track? Because I like space. Space, the final frontier. Yes. Yes. And anything you like in particular about this song? Not really. Oh. No. No. It's just kind of a meh song. It's good, but I just like all the bits. Oh, okay. So it's all good. It's all Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Does it feel like space? Do you think? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Could you envision yourself like floating through space to this music? Mm-hmm. With that bass, boom, 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 and the keyboards, blah, 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 blah. It's not like you said balaba. Balaba, <laughs> baluba, baluba. That was interesting. Yeah, but I th- I think this feels like space a lot. Um, and I like the song because it's very relaxing. For a marble game, this is um a nice relaxing tune. I feel like I don't know. Do you like playing marble games with exciting music or with calm music? Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both. Why both? Like what? What's different about playing with exciting music than with calm music? Well, calm music is just nice. Like we played some calm music in the in the last episode with Tetris with Logan and Emily. Right. And like we've got 
a like an exciting song coming up in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, how does exciting music make you feel when you're rolling a marble around on Makes the screen? Makes me feel like more concentrated than calm. Okay. Because calm makes me feel more... Like you just like, want to take your time? Yes. Kind of explore the level? Mm-hmm. Look at all the scenery and stuff? Yep. Yeah. I totally agree with you. There's a lot of cool scenery in Korra Rinpa, Marble Mania, right? Mm-hmm. How do you play this game? Well, you're using a Wii remote when you tilt it, like, right. The track leans right. Mm-hmm. And when you turn it upside down, the track comes upside down. Right, right. So you can so pretty much like move the track any way you want. Yeah, because there's a sensor on the Wii remote, so whichever way you tilt it, that's where the track goes. Yeah. And we watched a speed run. Well, not the whole thing, but we watched one where he beat the first level in two seconds. Two seconds. He was just using the Wiimote to flip the track around and just smack the ball into the different gems and right into the, the, the finish line like before like the game even started. Like a smack. It was crazy. Very, very cool. But there's another way to play this game too, right? Mm-hmm. You can use the Wii fit board so when you lean forward the track leans forward and like it's the same with the Wii remote yeah so you can use your balance to make the marble move Mm -hmm. around do you think you can do a speed run with a Wii fit board no probably not that would probably be impossible I mean there are probably speed runs with the Wii fit board but they're probably a lot longer than the Wii remote speed runs because with the speed run on the Wii remote you can flip the track upside down and go absolutely crazy with it and you have to be doing like headstands and spin arounds to be able to do that with a Wii Fit board right yeah so fun game um Koro and I think was one of my first marble games that I played after Marble Madness and I enjoyed it so a lot like the second yeah I think I played this and then Monkey Ball and then I was really amazed at how far marble games had come since Marble Madness mm-hmm. and they turned less pixelated. Yep, it's true. And so the, the levels in Kororinpa are, they're 3D and there's lots of different layers you can go on top and you can flip yourself up stairs and do all mm-hmm. sorts of cool stuff. So if you go downstairs, then you have to kind of flip the level so that it's 90 degrees so you can use the stairs to go back down onto the regular level. Yeah. And there's a lot of twisting and turning and physics mm-hmm. puzzles you have to do in this mm-hmm. game, right? Mm-hmm. It's It controls really, really well. The Wii Remote turns the level almost instantly whenever you move the controller around, so there's yeah. no delay, and it's no. lots of fun to play. Really good graphics and really good music, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minako Adachi, if her name sounds familiar, she is a composer for most of the Pokemon series of games. She is currently an employee of Game Freak. So if you listen Game to this music... Freak. and Yeah, Game Freak, they're the company that makes the Pokemon games. Oh. And so if the music sounds familiar to you, it might be because you're a Pokemon player. Or you just know it. Or you just know it. So, there was a sequel to Kororinpa Marble Mania called Marble Saga Kororinpa. And, and that's our next song. Exactly. What's the name of this next song? Heat Haze. And it came out on the Wii 2009. Cool. And it was composed by Hironobo Yahata. Another single composer. Just Wow.
All right, that was Heat Haze from Marble Saga Koro Rinpa. This came out on the Wii again in 2009, composed by Hironobu Yahata. I like this song a lot. It's very layered. When I listen to it, I think about pyramids because when you're playing the game, you're in like a desert level. And like when you fall down, the marbles don't just keep falling down to the sky. They fall down on to the desert. Oh, cool. And then once you failed a bunch of times, there's like a you you make a pyramid of of marbles and then it turns into one of the pyramids. That's really cool. That's a really clever idea. Mm-hmm. I like that it's a an, lot. It's an animative like an interactive yes. background. That's really cool. I have not played this game, but Mm-mm. you've told me that you've beaten it, right? Yep. You've played this game for a lot of time, huh? Can you use the Wii Fit board with this one too? Yes. Awesome. Cuz this one came out on the Wii and it uses the Wii Fit board to play. Awesome. Did you beat it using the Wii Fit board or did you beat it using the controller? The controller. It's a little easier with the controller, right? Because mm-hmm, yeah. you can flip it around. So how is this game different from the original Call of Rinpa? I don't know if there's less or more levels, but I just played through it and, like, at the end, I don't remember, but I think you're, like, in the space level. And when you f- flip over, your marble doesn't fall. It just stays to the platform. Oh, it's, like, because, magnetic? Yeah. There's no Be- gravity, huh? No, so it doesn't fall down. That would be weird. It would be weird if there was gravity in space. What direction would it go in? That way, that way, that way, that way. Anyways. That way. So there's a story. There's a story in the second game, right? Anyway. Um, yes. And what's the story? I do not remember. You do not remember? No. Well, there's a character called Anthony, and he's an ant or something like that? I don't think... I think it's called Anthony. Yeah. And he's, he's an <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of like Pikmin, where uh, he's a little guy and he's trying to collect items from all over the place to make a spaceship to go home. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I think that's what you I remember. You need to collect from. gems okay. so that they can burn up to make to make it fly up. I see. So it's like the fuel for the jet. Yes. Ah, nice. So there's a little bit more of a story. I think with the original Kororinpa, it's just just a They're series just of challenges. Yeah, They're just playing. But for Marvel Saga, you've got a um, you got a little story mm-hmm. and some other missions to accomplish as you go through the, the levels. Very cool. Correct. Uh, next Imagine one. Imagine if there was a second player. That would be fun. Yeah, and then you could like use the Wii thing, and I could use the Wii Fit board because we don't because we don't want to use two Wii controllers. Because then once you tilt. Your controller that way. I'm I'm thinking that it won't do it until you both turn them that way, and then it'll tilt. So it's like oh, like a cooperative mode for a marble game. That would be cool, Mm -hmm. where both players have to work in sync to -hmm. tilt the 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 level in the way they want to go. That Mm -hmm. would be really cool. Good idea, dude. You should make your own marble game. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah. But we've got another game coming up. We're heading towards the end of the show here. Yeah. I don't think you've played this game. No. We'll have to watch some video before we come back. Yeah. It's called Towers of Eden from Rock of Ages 2. Bigger and Bolder came out on the PC 2017. Yep. And it's composed by Patricio Meneses. And it's based on Dmitry Shostakovich's Waltz Number 2. 
be right back. Dos. Dos. Bye. Welcome back. That was Towers of Eden from Rock of Ages 2, Bigger and Bolder. That came out on PC from 2017. Yep, composed by Patricio Meneses and based on Dmitry Shostakovich's number waltz, two. number two. The number two waltz. <laughs> so what Patricio Meneses did for this soundtrack and for the original Rock of Ages soundtrack was took very famous and beautiful classical pieces and kind of wrote his own music around it and put their classical pieces in the middle of it. And it worked out really well, mm-hmm. I think. It makes a nice original video game music, but yeah, you also get some... a nice piano. Yeah, very cool classical pieces in the middle. I really like the... Well, obviously it's a waltz, so it's got that one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three rhythm to it. It doesn't feel like anything that I'm going to be destroying lots of castles to. But it feels like it's a very nice, listenable piece. Like I could just kind of drive down the road very nicely and listen to this and be happy. What do you think? Mm-hmm. The same? Mm-hmm. You can drive down the road to this once you get your driver's license? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. In 10 years? What? 10 years. I think it nine. Nine years? Nowadays, the way the laws are going, you're going to be about 17 before you can get your driver's license anyway, so... Nice. <laughs> nice. Anyhow, mm. you've never played this game before, right? Mm-mm. That's why I'm going to play it, or me and Dad are going to play it after this podcast is over. I'm going to tell you about the game, though. Yes. And you're going to tell me if you think it sounds cool. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, there's a map, and it's got two identical levels on either side of it. They're kind of mirror images of each other. Mm-hmm. 
And you have to... Knock down their castles. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to build traps for their boulders. And then once your boulder is done being built by your people, then you can roll your boulder down your side of the level and try to avoid the traps that were built by your enemy. But what if there's a whole a whole row of traps that then, built by our enemy? Then you have to go through it. You can destroy them by you can destroy the traps, but they might also fling you off the level or slow you down. And then the more you go through it, the more you destroy them. Okay. You get multiple attempts. So you do a marble run, you go down the level, you try to bash in the door of the castle at the end of the ramp, and if you don't knock it down on the first try, then they build you another boulder, and while they're building you another boulder, you can set more traps. And the traps are like springs that launch you off the level, or giant elephants that kind of block your way. <laughs> there are um lions that are being suspended by hot air balloons and if they get too close to your boulder then they latch onto your boulder and they start scratching at your boulder and try to damage it and if your damage so meter, then it gets more like more rigged it turns into like swiss cheese like the more <laughs> your dam your, your boulder gets damaged and if your damage meter goes all the way down then you lose your boulder and you have to wait to get another one built all right so it's pretty cool it's mm -hmm. a lot of fun and it's got a lot of really cool artwork. All the all the cool. artwork, all the characters are made from uh, sculptures and pieces of classical and Renaissance art cool. that they animate with like hinges on their legs and stuff. Yeah, they look like little puppets. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's a very fun game. I think you'll like it a lot once we play it. Maybe uh, once we put this episode out, you can tell us what you think. I can record a little snippet and we can put it up on the web. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Not much else to talk about that until you play it, right? Mm -mm. So let's move on to our next track. Oh, you, you you don't like this one at all. Yes, I do. It's Fastball from Marble It Up. It came out on this Nintendo Switch and the PC on 2018, composed by Solo Vox. Let's take a listen. I think that's his name. <laughs>
welcome back. That was Fastball from Marble It Up on the Switch and PC. Came out on 2018. Composed by Solovox. Go. What? Go. Go? Where do you want me to go? It's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, composed by Solovox. His real name is Earl Carlton Tietze III. And so when we started to do the Marble podcast and put the show together, you were like, we need to put Fastball in the show, right? Yes. This is your favorite Marble song of all time? Yes. Why do you like it so much? I like all the electronical instruments and even the drums. Is this a calm song or is this an exciting song? More like exotic. Exotic? Exotic and exciting? Yep. Exotic. That's a dumb combination between the two. That's very dumb. <laughs> That's a dumb joke. So, Solo Vokes, he describes Solo himself, Vox. however you want to pronounce it, describes himself as a live electronic badass and a one-man synthesizer attack squad. And he's an electronic musician out of Portland, Oregon. Some of our listeners who live in the area might be familiar with him already. If not, you should definitely go check out his live shows. And he does custom remixes. He does uh, soundtracks for games and does appearances at live parties all over the place. I think this is his first video game that he's composed music for. And I don't know. Besides this track, Logie, what's the rest of the soundtrack on Marble It Up like? Is it really good? Yeah. There's like 11 more tracks And you should probably check this game out. If you don't have a Nintendo Switch, then download it on the PC. Perfect. But if you don't have either, just see if you can buy one of them. Perfect. That's a good solution. You can buy a PC just to play Marble It Up. If you want. If you want. Sounds like a good purchase to me. Uh, So what's this game like? I haven't played this, I don't think, at all. Uh, But you've played it on the Switch all over the place. Mm -hmm. What do you do in Marble It Up? You are a marble... And there's like different challenges, and there's four stages. One is called learning the basics. The second is called loving to roll, I think. Yep, that sounds right. The third one is beat the clock, and the fourth one is show me what you got. Okay, cool. And the fourth one, I think I've only beat like two out of all. I've beat one. So there's a lot of levels in each stage? Yeah, Yeah, I think there's about like 12, 11... I don't know. Something like that? Yeah. Very cool. And so, what do you have to do? Is, is it a game like Marble Blast Gold, where you have to like go around a map and collect gems? Or are they like ramps, like speed runs, or what? What's, exact what's... thing. Speed runs? Yes. In level three, beat the clock. You have to beat the clock. Oh, I see. Don't you know? I guess. <sighs> and so, the, the second one, is that more of like an adventure? Like, go around a map and try to find things? You all have to beat the clock. I see. It's just, they're just called different things. Oh, Because you're learning about different things. Okay, so this game is all about speed. Mm Mm-hmm. You are marbling it up. Well, sometimes marble it down. When do you marble it down? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I haven't played all the levels and beat them. I So I don't know all the levels. Understandable. And I've not beat the game. Do you want to beat the game? Yes. Are you practicing really hard at it? Yes. Yes. I do see you playing it a lot. Sounds like fun. So you recommend people go out and buy a Switch or a PC just to play this game? You could also download other games. 
if well, you're interested true. in other. But I'm, I'm saying, you're, you're saying this game is so good that it's worth buying a system for. Yes. Your favorite Marvel game ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the first Marvel game. My second is the one that is pack and roll. You really like that one, too? Yeah. Yeah, that was more of an adventure game, too, with Marvel yeah. physics, so there's a lot of stuff to do in that game. All right, we've got one more game to go through before we wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. And it's called Floating on Water from Marble Skies. It came out on the PC and the Mac, composed by Steve Yosphere. Yep, this came out in 2018, just after Marble It Up came out. This is the most recent game we're playing from. We will be right back. Let's take a listen.
back that was floating on water from marble skies came out on the pack the pack the pack the the pc and the mac it came out on 2018 composed by steva sphere stevia sphere okay yeah let's just build it <laughs> <laughs> uh super exciting track right yes really Nope. I'm joking with you. Yeah, this was a super calm and relaxing track. I, this is my favorite one of the show. It makes me feel like I'm floating on the water. I thought fastball was your favorite. Fastball's your favorite. I thought it was also yours. Well, I liked it a lot until I heard this one. And now I'm just like so calm is this your is this around. your favorite calm music it's my favorite calm music if you're going What's for your favorite, favorite exciting music? that would have to be fastball definitely but i can't even think about fastball right now because <laughs> this song just makes me want to go back to sleep okay good night good night how does this song make you feel relaxed yeah yeah chilling out yeah yeah it feels like i want to take my time on the levels definitely definitely <laughs> Like you want to explore. Marble Skies is a game that we just found out about, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just looking for some other marble games on Steam and saw this. And it's still in early access, so they're still working on the game. But it was a relatively inexpensive game, so I decided to check it out. And they mentioned that the game music was by Stevia Sphere, who I was familiar with as an electronic artist on Bandcamp. And all of his music that he writes is royalty-free. So he puts it out there, and all you have to do is make sure that your project, whatever he uses music in, links back to his Bandcamp page. When I I saw the sphere part, I was thinking about marbles. Marbles. Because a marble is a sphere. Maybe it was fate. (laughs) But uh, he doesn't require any sort of payment. He just Mm -hmm. wants credit for the work, and you can put his music into whatever uh, project you have. So the... Uh, Marble Skies game has, I think, 52 different pieces of music from Stevia Sphere in it. And I really, really like this one because it just feels so calm and relaxing. What's up with Marble Skies? We played this a little bit a couple days ago, right? Well, you're a marble in the sky and you need to beat levels. Yep. It says it own the name. It's really similar to, it's like an updated version of Marble Blast Gold, right? Same or same like kind of stuff. Marble, you have the power-ups. Yeah. Collecting like, gems. Like, like Fastball and Marble Blast Gold. Yeah. They're, they're all the same thing, just with different animations. More diff- or less. Yeah. Variations on the same, but they, you know, they all have different maps and different power-ups and stuff but like that. But they're, but you're all a marble. Still you a know, marble. Do you know what's all in common with all these games? These All these marble games? Why, what's in common with all these marble games? They're all marbles. No kidding. <laughs> I think that's why we picked them. Because they're marble games. You goof. So, I wanted to ask you, if you were to make your own marble game, what would it be like? Marble Tetris. Marble Tetris? How would... What? You gotta explain this to me. I want to hear about Marble Tetris. Where there's, like, Tetris blocks falling and you have to get to the finish as fast as you can. And the... The more levels you you win, the the more faster the Tetris pieces come down. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a there's a marble level that you're rolling through 
and you have no, to. No, it's like a straight line, but all the Tetris pieces are are trying to fall down on you. I see. What if it's a two-player game and you have one person moving the Tetris blocks and the other person is rolling the marble? So it's like... And they put... they Kind of almost like Rock of Ages where they're putting... Instead of putting traps down, they're making Tetris. blocks land. Yeah. Yeah. And then... And then you have to smash through. And then for the through. next level, they switch. Yeah. The next... The other person is the marble and the other person is the blocks. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe somebody before, would like to start working on that. And when I said pack about... Pack... For when I said for Marble Skies, I said pack. Because I saw PC and Mac, and I switched the P with the M. Oh, it was a combination of PC and Mac? Yes. Ended up being pack? Yes. That is pretty silly. Because pack, man. Gotcha. So, pack and roll. So wrapping up the show, because that was our last music track of the day, we already kind of talked about this a little bit, but what was your favorite song of the show? Fastball. Fastball. You didn't even have to think about that. No. Favorite, favorite track. Fastball. I like Floating on the Water. I think that was my favorite. Although, I really did like the funky Marble Blast gold track as well. As short as it was, it was really groovy. And I really liked how positive it was. Did any other music tracks stand out to you? Ultimate from Marble Blast. You I mean, mean Marble Madness. Marble Madness. I know that's the only real chiptune song we had in the whole... There aren't a lot of chippy-sounding marble games that's out the there. That's the only pixelated game we had. I know. Pretty crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Actually, I'd like to hear if anybody else knows of any marble games out there. And you can and if you let do, us know on our social media accounts. Yeah. If you do, let us know. We'd love to play them. Yeah. And check them out. And we'd love to make a second part on this. Ooh, Marble Games Part 2. That would be fun. If we can dig up some more marble games, that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of social media, you can always check us out at facebook.com slash groups slash the VG Embassy. Yep. And you can hang out there. You can make your own posts. You can find the post where this show is located and comment on it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. There's always people dropping by and dropping comments and hanging out on the Facebook group. You can also hit mm-hmm. us up on Twitter at twitter.com slash the VG Embassy and Instagram at the VG Embassy. You can find us at anywhere you get your podcasts. Pretty much. Stitcher, Google Play, Stitcher. iTunes, lots of different places. We're trying to get on Spotify. Yeah. And uh, we're trying to get on Pandora, but those are a little harder to get into. So Because those are music. Yeah, but they and do podcasts now, too. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. just keep checking in those places. <laughs> if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, uh, and we might get on there pretty soon. I've put in my application, so that will be cool. And I'd like to thank Indira J for the art and Trevin Hughes, a.k.a. Dread, for the podcast theme song. And, of course, you can also check out our Discord channel if you head to our website, thevgembassy.com, and look at the bar across the top of the website. It'll say Discord, and you can click on that, and it will link you right to our Discord server. And there's always people hanging out in Discord. It's actually probably even more active than our Facebook group at this point. So please drop by and chill out with us. We are always hanging out and having fun. And speaking of tops of the pages, you can also get to our Patreon page from the top of our website as well. And I'd like to thank our Patreon patrons. And Logan insisted, begged me to do some rhyming with our patron names today, which I always find fun. 
So, I'm gonna say the name, Logie, and you're gonna rhyme it, okay? Mm-hmm. Alright, so, at our tourist level, first patron, Chris Murray. Who's raging up a fury. Whoa, angry Chris Murray. <laughs> Cameron Childs. Who runs for miles. I think I said that last time, but I like it. Or, he jumps up high for miles. Nice. Michael Bridgewater. What rhymes with water? Potter. Potter. Michael Bridgewater. We reach Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Sir, that works. Uh, our VG emissaries, Chris Myers. Who likes to drive on tires? <laughs> Donovan Orofino. Who's drinking a cappuccino? Nice. Ben, the dyad dishman. Who is the wishman? Oh, he grants wishes? Yes. Sweet. He's like a genie in a bottle. <laughs> John Jekyll. Who has a bunch of freckles. Ha ha ha. Chris Steenerson. I don't know. He's a hard one to rhyme, huh? Steenerson rhymes with Wienerson. <laughs> Greenerson. Who has a greener Steenerson, son. Who has greener skin. <laughs> <laughs> you better get that checked out. What about Jordan Worma? Who wants to travel to Burma? You remembered from last time. What yep. about Cameron Worma, his brother? Who likes to travel with his brother to Burma? Fair enough. <laughs> How about Carlos, or Kung Fu Carlito, as he's known? Who's eating a burrito? Mm, Scott McElhone. Who loves talking with the telephone? Nice. And Alex, the messenger, messenger. The VG ambassador. The VG ambassador? No, the ambassador. <laughs> Our VG ambassador, the patron saint of VGM. Podcasts. Yes. 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 And yes. 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 Logan, thank you so much for hanging out with me and talking about marble games today. I had a blast. A marble blast. <laughs> thank you for doing this with me. Of course. And I can't wait to have you on a future episode. We had some other ideas for episodes, right? Kirby. Kirby. So maybe we'll play some Kirby games and do a Kirby episode in the in the near future. Yeah. Any other ideas for shows? This one might be a quick one. But, like, a few songs from, like, one game, the Yoshi's Crafted World, because when it comes out, I want to listen to a few of the tracks, so other people. Yeah, because the demo just came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, huh? Mm-hmm. So, when the full game comes out, we'll see if we can get the soundtrack, and we'll maybe yeah. do a little a musical review of the game. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. All right, so, one more time. I'm your Prime VGM Minister, Ed. And I'm Logan. See you in two weeks with a brand new VG Embassy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.